0: The Vikings cut veteran tight end Kyle Rudolph today, and it matters for your Dynasty League. You're listening to the Clock Dodgers podcast. Let's talk about it. To the clock dodgers, podcast. clock dodgers podcast the beauty of fantasy football the beauty of dynasty football more specifically today a veteran tight end gets released one who was barely a top 40 tight end yet it matters it matters in a major way matter of fact and so let's talk about that let's talk about why it matters so much kyle rudolph was released by the minnesota vikings he you know last year wasn't even a top he was barely a top 40 tight end so his production wasn't like you know superlative right it wasn't something that would stop necessarily um a young guy from shining but it did but it did he was still the veteran presence in the way of a young guy who was drafted a couple years ago and who many you know is super talented and it looks like the successor, right, to the offense. So he was in the way. He had a big contract. And so the Vikings said, hey, let's get this guy out the way now. It's the right time. And now we move on to Irv Smith. Irv Smith's opportunity is now upon us. Now, you guys know, on the Cloud Dodgers podcast, we talk about windows all the time. Redraft, it's a little different. Dynasty is a major factor. The window for Irv Smith has now closed. Irv Smith Jr., you can no longer get at a value at a discounted rate um, because his opportunity is now upon him. So you, you may still be able to acquire him from a team, and the price is just going to be corrected now. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna buy him at a price that's hey this guy is the starter of the Minnesota Vikings. So the window that you had for uh, you know since he's been drafted is now closed, and that window is always there. And these are the kind of things that are important to talk about for Dynasty because we have to know that. We have while we're trying to win now, because I always believe that you try to win. Now, I don't believe in the whole tanking thing. I don't believe in losing for draft picks. Um, I'm, I'm a firm believer in you play to win now. And you could do both. Right. Like you could start working your team towards a younger, you know, a younger player base, a younger roster, but still compete. So an Irv Smith, you you watched where he got drafted to and you go, damn, Kyle Rudolph is here. He's a vet. He's pretty decent. And so he gets paid a lot of money. He actually re-signed with them after they drafted him. So you go, damn, that's horrible, (laughs) right? That's horrible for your Irv Smith chances. So that means that's that's an opportunity for you to acquire him at a good price because everyone knew, for the most part, that he was not really going to be a a usable asset for the first, you know, while, while Rudolph was there for the most part, right? Rudolph's out of the way now. So now Irv Smith steps right into the starting role. The team drafted him. They like him. He's in an offense that's firing. Even after losing Stephon Diggs, they slide a rookie Justin Jefferson in there. He balls out. Adam Thielen doing his thing still, continuing to do it. Dalvin Cook, one of the best running backs in football. Kirk Cousins gets the job done there. So, Irv is going to be a target. If we look, we're, we're going to get into the numbers and see exactly what you know Kyle Rudolph did, what Irv did, and and how it matters. And you know, I, obviously, you guys know I'm a big proponent of hey, just because a guy leaves. Doesn't mean necessarily that the guy who fills his spot gets all his targets, but this is a, you know, an interesting situation where it's a tight end. He's moving into the starter role. It means more snaps period. And he's going to get more opportunities. He's just a super talented receiver. So let's look at where, first of all, Kyle Rudolph, I mentioned earlier when the episode started that he wasn't even a top 40 tight end last year. Well, actually he was just barely made it. Um, So he didn't crush it by any means. He had a little over 300 receiving yards, 37 uh, targets. Less than 30 receptions. He didn't play a full season um, and only one touchdown. So his numbers were not great. Um, However, he was out there. He was getting some targets. He was getting receptions. He was he was he was out there for to play ball. He was out there taking snaps away from Irv, right, and taking opportunities and being a distraction from the guys getting Irv the ball. So if we look at Irv's, you know, stats from last season, he actually had 30 receptions, 365 receiving yards, five touchdowns. The fine touchdowns is something you have to take notice of because there was a game earlier in the season when Kyle Rudolph was playing, and he had two touchdowns on two receptions, like 10 yards receiving. So he can make plays. He can make big plays. He can make end zone plays. He's good in the red zone. So that we see that, right? If you look at focus on the last four weeks of the season when Kyle Rudolph did not play, they were Irv's best games. He stepped up, right? He He, he stepped up to the to the, you know, the option that he had, the more, you know, the opportunity that he had, I should say, had more receptions, more targets, more yards. He had three touchdowns in those final four games. One game was two touchdowns in itself though. Um, So he produced pretty much. It was inconsistent. That's the issue. Um, It was inconsistent. And like I said, we have a lot of weapons on this offense. There's a lot of different players who have to eat. So that's always going to be a thing. And with tight ends, it's a thing outside of a few outliers of guys. There's inconsistency. It just is what it is. But that's what makes us interesting because when we look at the tight ends last season, I told you Kyle Rudolph finished right inside the top 40. We don't give a damn about those guys, right? Like that's it's bad. That's bad enough. I mean, unless you're one of those guys who are just waiver wiring guys every single week and playing matchups, like those guys we can care less about for the most part. Tight end is such a waste field. But Irv actually finished, if we look at PPR, he was right outside the top 20. All I care about is PPR. If you're playing standard, was still around the same thing, probably. But he was right outside the top 20 in PPR, which you're like, hey, it's not that great. It's not that it's not that amazing. Um, it's around, you know, a- again, Irv didn't play every game last season. Kyle Rudolph didn't play every game last season. So, you know, we got to take that into account here. Irv missed two games, I believe it was. If I if I if I remember correctly, and and again with Kyle Rudolph there, he wasn't getting all of the work. He wasn't the workhorse tight end, the go-to every single time type of option. Um, not that there's not gonna be another option, but you know what I mean, the favorite target at tight end. Honestly, if we look at the numbers with Irv Smith that I just talked about, having 30 receptions, oh, a little over 350 yards and five touchdowns, and ending at tight end 22, what does it take for him to move up to top 15? Top 15, last season's number 15 was Evan Ingram, right? Not bad. He's not a bad player. He's a good player. A lot of people like Evan Ingram. There was about a 40-plus point difference between the two, 40-plus points. Evan Ingram played almost every game. Even look at Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham was – Evan Ingram did play every game last year, actually. It's not, I'm not, it's not. It's been hard for him to do that recently, so I forgot. Jimmy Graham played 16 games last season. I mean, all these guys are so close. Like from number eight, Gronkowski, he scored 149 points last year. All the way down to number 16, Jono Smith, 140. So like nine points separated these two. Um, so you see how easy, I guess the point I'm trying to make is you see how easy it is to jump in the tight end rankings um, outside of those elite guys, Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, George Kittle. And then other guys are starting to not be anywhere near that level. But if we're talking about like top five, some guys like TJ Hawkinson, um, Logan Thomas last year, uh, they, they started to put themselves in like that top five category, which if they continue to repeat those numbers, you know, they'll sustain that or do better, you know, um, but I'm not saying that, Irv is going to get there. That offense just has so many options going on and, you know, so many things happening that that's not likely. But to say that Irv can't jump from 22 to 15 or 10, that's that's not crazy. If number eight had 149 and number five, and number 16 had 140 and Irv was about 100, you add the extra games, he plays a full season. Again, I never account for injuries. We can't do it. We just assume he's going to play a full season. If he plays a full season, he's the number one starter on the team, the number one target at tight end for receptions. Bro, top 10 is totally within the realm of possibilities for Irv Smith. And with you knowing that, he he in the tight end landscape, as crazy as it is, he's totally valuable. He's, he's a valuable option that you should be considering, and this is where if you miss out on the window, if you, if you got in on the window because you were paying attention and, and, and looking at these other these other things that matter, then congratulations, you just you just pretty much have a tight end now on your team who's top ten top fifteen potential, um, instantly because of Kyle Rudolph's absence. That's how this works. That's this is how this is how you win dynasty leagues. This is how you win your league by thinking ahead. Before these things transpire. Sometimes that's all it takes. So this is one situation this has occurred in. There's plenty more opportunities like this. There's going to be plenty more. The offseason is long. All all these things have to come up. Free agency, draft, training camp. You have to think about these things. You have to get ahead of these kind of things and and take advantage of these opportunities. So, yes, Kyle Rudolph left. He's going to go somewhere else. He's going to sign somewhere. And be a vet tight end somewhere. I'm not concerned about it. Um, I don't think anywhere he's going to go that's going to matter in terms of hurting another tight end or you know uh, put yeah put another tight end in a bad spot. It's not going to happen. He's not going to reduce somebody's role in some dramatic way. Um, he can go somewhere though and you know catch a few touchdowns as you know as a secondary tight end option. It's totally possible. Um, it happens everywhere in the league. So this is not. I mean, look at Irv. Irv was quote unquote the backup last year and caught five touchdowns. So um, we see this happen. That's why tight end is so. You know, crazy, the position, it's so volatile. So he can go somewhere and matter. So if you have Kyle Rudolph, just hold, you know, or if you have someone who's super interested for some reason, you could you could sell him, but you're selling low at this point. Uh, I would wait till he signs somewhere if that's the route you choose, but I would hold at this point. I wouldn't cut him, don't no get dramatic. Uh, if you have Irv, congratulations. If you don't have Irv, you can still try to acquire him. Um, you're just going to pay now his full value. Someone's going to tax you for it, uh, for you waiting. Um, but Irv is definitely a buy. Definitely a buy. He's going to be in the conversation now with guys like Noah Fant, you know, the the, the young guys, you know, Janu, um, these 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 young tight ends. Like there's there's guys that people are excited about. I don't I don't think he'll touch T.J. Hawkinson range that you're getting. You know, you're you're thinking pretty positive in that light. You're thinking. You know super positive i appreciate your uh you know your positive nature it's possible anything's possible right but um i don't think he's gonna get that high i don't think he's gonna break through that ground um but you got other tight ends cole Komet coming up um there's some young tight ends and then you got the young tight ends of the draft who are super exciting um so that can that can mess with the, that's gonna mess with this list a little bit because some of them guys are, are definitely gonna be on this list uh when we talk about this next off season right like those guys some of those rookies i really believe will be on this list no question so this is exciting this is again why. Dynasty football is my preferred style of play. Redraft is cool. Um, all, all DFS, all these things are all fun. But Dynasty is my favorite because the fact that a team can cut an old tight end, respectfully, Kyle, old tight end, and it matters so much. Like when I seen that news, I got amped up. I got excited. I got jacked up about it. And if you had him on your team, Irv stuff, you're you're excited. So this little tiny what in, in in reality, maybe real little news, you know, to the average sports fan, most won't even care about this, right? but in dynasty it matters it matters and it reminds us about the windows and you must take advantage of you have to It's how you stay ahead it's how you win all right guys that's it that's all we have for today shout out to the vikings for for giving us some news shout out to Irv. he's in for a good season he really is other than that you guys know the deal if you haven't subscribed please subscribe download review all that good stuff at clock dodgers social media be kind be great keep dodging